0: Okay, so it's Parsha, as We're going to begin first with a quick overview of the Parsha. Parsha begins with the para Aduma, And then we go into Misas Miriam and the lack of water. So complains to Moshe Abenu, And that begins the very sad story of the Meriva, the water of dispute. After the Meriva... Comes um, the the Sorry. discussion with Edoim where Moshe Benu introduces himself. Achicha, Yisrael, we want to pass through your lands. After that is Aaron Hakohen's death on Hara and the transferring over of the Kuhn to his son Elazar. Chizol then meets a Malik, um disguised as uh, as from as the Canaanites and the, the king of Arad. They changed their they changed their language, but not their clothing. Afterwards, Klaiyosol complains about the Mon, the lechem haKleiKel, and Hakadosh Baruch brings the Nechashim, these serpents. And the Moshe Abenu has to put this uh, copper serpent on a stick. Then comes the discussion of different wars that Klaiyosol fought and the attempted attacks. The famous people that went into the cave and Hakadosh Baruch smashed them with the two mountains coming together. The Nakal Arnoin. says, "I know it's Yashir in this week's Barsha, A little bit of a Shirah." Then comes the Melchama with Melech Sikhoin and the famous Gemara with Alkin Yemru HaMashlim. We'll talk about it a Drabli later. And finally, the grand finale with Oig Melech HaBoshan. So that's pretty much the overview of the Parsha. Let's now go through a bunch of different poppers. Uh, Mayor asked me, being that we are, this is a Yekisha Yard he asked me to, can we please say something's over from Rav Schwab, Rav Hirsch? So we'll we'll have quite a few things from the two of them. Okay, so right away in the beginning, the parashah, pasuk base zois hukas Hatoira, shativa hashem laka Okay, a whole pasuk over here. Fredrik Shimon Schwab. We know that in Shulchan brought down that there's an opinion that parashas Para, which we read before peyizah, is yeah, d'oyuraisa. De- de- here we go. It's d'oyuraisa. De- and many people ask, what on earth is the source? of Pashat's parah being the Eriza. There are different answers that are given. <laughs> Rav Schwab's answer is, look closely at the Pasuk. It says, Hashem Laymar, <laughs> That Hashem commanded, saying, b'nei Israel. Says of Schwab, What was the Dabral B'nai Yisrael? There was no need to t- t- teach this to the B'nai Yisrael right now. Because the parah aduma couldn't really exist for quite a, quite a while. Till at least you have a mishka. And the parsha Paraduma was given to them still in Mora when they first came out, of, came out of Mitzrayim. So says of see Hashem Lamar. Hashem commanded us to say the Parshaz Para. Daber so of an Tell the Idnil that they should say the Parish Parah once a year. That is a remez to the fact that Parah may be the Raisa. Okay. Just CSA, that once a year, say? None of that. That's once a year. You only once a year, Pashasparah. A little bit of a sad story. Tonight's yard site, in terms of the date, Is not does not always coincide with the fast date. But Friday, Ereshaphash Kukas, there's a minute that some people have to fast. One of the most rare things. Who fasts on a Friday? And yet, there is a minute, Yisrael, to fast, not on the date. But the day of the week of Erev Shabbos Chukas, what happened? 1242! The year 1242, 20 wagonloads of Svarim were burnt, and you're talking about Svarim 200 years before the printing press. Handwritten, original Svarim, 20 wagonloads, thousands and thousands of manuscripts of Torah that unfortunately would be forgotten forever. That took place on Erev Shabbos, Pashas Chukas, and the Chachamim at the time could not understand why this happened? They did She'elas Chaloim and they got a response under the pillow with three words. The words of the Targumunculus. Da Gezeras This is a decree of the Torah. Gezeras iraisa also can mean the tearing up of the Torah. This is something that we cannot fathom. We cannot understand. But the answer that they got in this dream signified the fact that it has to do with the parsha. This wasn't a question of the date. It has to do with the day of the week in the parsha, And for some people, it's brought down the Mark of Avraham, sim and tough pay, sif uh, Tess, that there is some kind of custom. There's also another tragedy that happened tomorrow. And that was, there were two cities, uh, a few hundred years later, in 1648, two cities that got destroyed, two cities of Jews that got destroyed, with many, many, many thousands of Jews during the Crusades in the year Tach, uh, 408. Um, and therefore again Erev Shabbos Chukas is somewhat of a dangerous time it's brought down that uh, don't do anything dangerous you know people do sports in the summer this and that tomorrow is not a day to do like water sports, bungee jumping you know you don't want to break your neck tomorrow so <laughs> tomorrow's a day to be careful that's Zeis a HaTorah. This is the Gzeyrah of the Torah. Why is it called the Gzeyrah of the Torah? As if like this is like, you know, a klal, a rule for the whole Torah. Again, says Rav Schwab, this is an introduction to Korot HaTorah Many people think that they understand the reasons for the mitzvahs. The Sefer HaKinuch, who gives reasons for every single mitzvah. He comes to this one and he says, nope, no reasons. I'm not giving a reason for this one. No way. Because this symbolizes the fact that we don't do Torah and because we understand them. We do it because the boss said so. That's it. And that's the Torah. this is the message, and again, he mm. says this is why it was given to us in Mara, even before Matan Torah. Hashem gave us Miktsas Parashios HaTorah La'asok Behem, says Rashi, all the way back there. In Parashios Beshalach, La'asok Behem, even though it wasn't practical. until much later, you can't do paraduma without olamai because you have to sprinkle seven times towards the mishkan. If there's no mishkan, there's no paraduma. So this wasn't a gift for only a whole other year, at least. Paraduma, but Hashem gave it to them for them to be osake in the parish, similar to Ben Sira. Rameira Chatzal, tell us, just expound on it, even if it'll never exist, and you get reward. That is the message of the Torah. We don't get it. We don't understand it, and it's that merit. That is so cleansing that we say that the part of Adum has the ability to cleanse um, from, from tumas Mace. Why tumas Mace? Um, <laughs> Rav Hirsch explains that when people mourn a death, there attracts a Tumah many different. First, the Mark speaks about it. Also, whenever there's a cavity, an absence of Kedusha, where there should have been Kedusha, potential Kedusha, and it leaves, it creates a, a, an attraction, a magnetism for Tumah. A, um, a that's uh, a vacuum, and it gets filled with Tumah. That's our chayim and the other, in speaking of shlakadish. But, says Rabbi Hirsch, when people mourn the death of a person so much, you know why? It's because we're attracted to our bodies too much. We're supposed to have a perfect balance of body and soul, spirit and materialism. And when a person mourns the death of a person too much, they're overcome with grief and sorrow and depression and all that stuff, it's because we see the loss of a body. And that's playing a role in our mind and heart. A little too much, because the soul's not lost. It's still around. What are we going crazy from? That was the reason why Avraham Avinu only cried a little bit, the small cuff for Sarah. A little bit, because he was teaching the world a lesson at that time. You don't have to cry like crazy. Then Hashem is still around. Hashem is in a better place. It's a loss of a body, it's not a loss of a soul. Says of Shamshan fall that the Torah is teaching us a message. When you materialize the spiritual too much, because you're treating the body as the ikkar, what we do is we take a red cow, which symbolizes beauty, strength, uh, working the fields. This, this is, this is a, represent, a representation of materialism in its best form. And you burn it down to ashes like a rayach, smoke, you turn the physical into spirit. That's what you're doing, to show that, you know. A little bit swaying to the other extreme, a total bittl of the materialism. And with that, and also the fact of uh, Schwab adds, the fact that we don't understand it, that's the fact that we're saying that our bodies, our minds, our hearts are nothing compared to what he decides we do, and that's what cleanses. Let's go a little bit weiter. The Rambam, I must redo this Rambam, the end of Sefer because if anybody thinks they understand, Tumba, Tahira, Mikvah the Ramam, literally the last halacha in Taryos, says the Rambam, dover Barur VeGaluy." It's clear and known. Shatumayz Hataryos Xeras Don't bother trying to explain it. As a matter of fact, the Shlakhadus says that Paraduma was Matar satmei and He says as follows: When you take a Sunya, a choyk and you don't understand it, it's Metaher the tummy part of your mind. You're too physical, you're too attracted to the world around you, so you don't get this stuff. And when you accept it as fact from God, it's mitar, the tummy. And when a guy goes and he takes a part of Torah that he's not supposed to understand, and he tries to use his finite physical mind and bring it down to earth, so he has a physical understanding on it, ah, then he's Metame. Somebody that makes an attempt to understand paraduma is metame like they say about the It's it's the guide to the perplexed, but it perplexes the guided. So you gotta be careful. Says the Rambam over here. It's clear that a It's not something that we could use our minds and our logic to sway or convince or teach or understand. Menatomah, going to the mikvah. You're not dirty that the water, sometimes you get dirty, right? you are not dirty and the water's cleansing you. There's no tsayah of a tit that's coming off of the water. G'zerza Now listen to this beautiful message of the Ulafikah. This is his closing words in Sefer Tyrus. If a guy goes to the mikvah, and he was unaware that he wasn't going to the mikvah. He didn't establish a change and a shift in who he was when he went to the mikvah. He fell in, he didn't realize it was a mikvah. It doesn't work. Says the Rambam, "There's a remez. Yes, bedaver. Kishin shamach havin Just like when you pay attention to going to the mikvah, it works. Kimechet tov tar. Once you went into the mikvah, you tar. Alav Even though physically nothing changed about you, kainam achavin libor l'tar A guy focuses his intent to purify his soul. Mitumah sanefashal is from the tumah of the sins in his nephesh which are ill thoughts, bad thoughts, and uh, bad philosophies. If you just commit your heart, to depart from those bad ideas, and you bring yourself into the waters of knowledge, to the he purifies. This is what we say, Torah, in a Torah rejects tumah. You can have the most tummy person in the world. If you sink yourself into tume, into Torah like one who sinks himself into a mikvah, it rejects the tumah from you. What do you mean? How can I learn Torah? i How can I learn Torah? I'm such a bad guy. No, no, no. Torah will reject it and expel that out of your body. You learn, and the mei hadas will purify you. That's the message of the Raman. Let's move on from Paraduma. So right after Paraduma, we have. Um, Peirik Chav Pasuk Aleph V'ayavoyim Rehzal Kolein Midbar Tzin Ba'kodesh Rishon V'ayeshim M'kodesh Tamasham Miryam Batikav Hasham Sad story, Miriam dies Klais arrives in Midbar Tzin Guys, we just fast-forwarded 38 years Devaneza says There are no stories, no prophecies Nothing going on From after the building of the Mishkan Until here You know what it was? Nice, quiet, cold life. That's what it was. Thirty-eight years, no wars, no fighting, no sins, no paranoid worries, no laundry, no tailoring. All of their physical needs were taken care of. You know, Dad would go to Oyal Ma'ed, meet with Misha, teach Tyra, come back for lunch. You know, <laughs> go back. Seconds later, learn. Thirty-eight years of quiet, peaceful, cold life. There's nothing to write about. We just went thirty-eight years into the future. Paraduma, which was all the way in the beginning, and until now, Klays arrives. Rashi says they arrived in midbar. Sin, whoever had to die because of the miraglam already died, and now we're moving on to the last year or year and a half, and going into going into Eretz Thirty-eight years of peacefulness. Okay. They all arrive, and there Miriam dies. Miriam died on the 10th of Nisan on a Shabbos. He bases that based on figuring out how the following year, Moshe died in Zion, which was Shabbos. He worked out all the dates. The year before, Miriam died on a Shabbos. And it says, She was buried right then and there. The Gemara Masex, Moed, caught learns a from Miriam. That if a woman dies, you know, you, you bury her immediately. You don't do a spade them out there in the street. You, don't, you you bury her immediately. And there's a whole discussion about that, what's going on over here, not for right now. But it's just interesting to note, she died on Shabbos, was buried on Shabbos, isn't buried on Malakam, Lakshmi it's not a riser, to on but that's it. Okay. So Miriam dies over there, there's no water. For the Ada, they go and complain, and we work our way. Raj says, why is Miriam right next to Paraduma? Misat Tzadikim is Mechaper, just like the Paraduma, or just like Karbonoist. Again, one of the reasons for this is because the mace of a Tzadik is something they don't understand. He's a Tzadik, why did he die? On the other hand, it's brought down that one of the punishments says somebody has a miscarriage, unfortunately. Rahman and Slan, it can be due to the fact that he did not shed tears when a Tzadik died. What does one have to do with the other? says Rav Shoham. No, know what is to do the other? Why is a person not cry so much when a tzaddik dies? Oh, you know, he fulfilled his potential. He did his job. Yeah, that's you know. Again, perhaps you can say like before. Also, you're not crying over the loss of a body over there. What what body did a tzaddik have over there, right? You know, he's a tzaddik. He's a spirit, and the spirit lives on. He did his job. Time to move on. Nothing to cry about. And chas v'shalom, that can cause a person to learn a lesson of a child, of all that unborn potential. And it's teaching us a lesson that even when a tzaddik dies, something to cry about, because one more second, even if he lived a life of righteousness, of and mitzvot, one more second is a world of potential. And if you didn't cry over that second, being a world of potential, chas v'shalom, such a person could cry over a lifetime of potential that's lost in a miscarriage. So that's very sad. Anyway, okay. So we have the Misas Miriam Paraduma. There's a kapara. There's a cleansing that takes place with the death of a tzaddik. Um, Rashi says over here she also died with Misas Neshika, with a kiss of death. Now, just practically speaking, of course, we're not talking about kissing. But Hashem breathed life into Adam ha'rayshin. A kiss is sucking here. Echid. So when a soul is so attached to God that there's this magnetism, it's drawn to Hashem. There's a, just a drop of a vacuum, then the neshama goes back to Hashem. Very few people ever mer- merited this. And Miriam is one of them, but it doesn't say like by like "I'll Alpi Hashem, she died by the mouth of God. hinting to me, says, Neshika because she says, It's not honorable to write this. Now, simply understood, it's about a woman. You don't want people getting the wrong message a woman's dying and you say God kissed her like, so it's a Kavadik to write that in the Torah so the Torah doesn't write that that's a simple pshat but says <laughs> Rav <Shrab>. <laughs> <laughs> says Rav how does Mises Nashika work there's such a devacus, such an attachment to God that could only be created from the greatest mitzvah of all which also happens to be with the mouth and Hevel Piem the ear that comes to the body when you say words of Torah greatest miss in the world, Talmud Torah, and it's only through Talmud Torah that a person could have such an unbelievable attachment to HaKadosh Baruch That's how Neshika happens. Now on a woman, she's not chayv in Talmud Torah. So to say about a woman that she had Mises Neshika without Talmud Torah, that's almost like a disgrace to Hashem. She didn't have that complete, so complete, total level of connection that we could understand at least. So that sounds almost like a little degrading to Hashem. That there was a Mises Nashika with somebody who didn't have Torah, even though she was a Navi and everything. But she didn't have Talmud Torah. She didn't have the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And that's the chiddush. and the Seinul Lefikhwaita. There's a similar halakh. It says on Shabbos, seven aliyahs that you have on Shabbos. The Gemaraim Sechs Mechilah says, for the seven aliyahs of Shabbos, you could have one of the aliyahs, Afilu Sometimes you have my mitzvah Bakran that the Bobayom is the next day. They're allowed to get the seventh Aliyah on Shabbos. We give them after usually, so it doesn't really count anyway. But halakhically speaking, they could have one Aliyah, even though they're cut on Shabbos, and so to a woman. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Call up a woman here from mm-hmm. the asanajan, boom! Kicked out of the Jewish community of flatbush. Wow, find someplace out of town, right? But that's what it says in the Gemara. But the Gemara adds, a woman does not get an aliyah because it's not covered for the zebra. What's well, the covered for the tzibar? What's wrong with the woman? Hey, equality, right? I just spoke out today, a uh, pshat, <laughs> zakar and a keva, zakar is 127, and the keva, sorry, zakar is, yeah, 127, and the keva is 157, Oh, 227, I'm off five hundred. forget it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Okay, but anyway, but we, we have no problem with saying that women are just as respectable, but the point is, here you have men in the tiber who are chayim in the midst of the Talmud Torah, and we say, to give an aliyah to someone who's not Mitzvah is a disgrace to the rest of the tzibur who are Mitzvah. That's this component that the uh, Shmuel, is saying. There will be to say that she had misas nashika. Okay, that you are ever The people start fighting and arguing and complaining. To my shabenu, there's pshatim galore in the meimariva. Okay, Well, the commentaries in Chumash itself that all say, yeah, Barbanel brings down 11. And I'll tell you mine, if you make a collection of all those people and add it on to the Barbanel's 11, you probably have 50, 100 shot. I don't know, you know. Tons of b'shate. But you know who says b'shate? <laughs> <laughs> okay, says Rav the message was supposed to be as follows. Take Aaron's matter, which quelled the complaints of Kairach. There was a lot of fights by Qayrach. It was Kairach fighting because of the Nasius and over the Qunah and the B'choyim instead of the Leviim. There was a lot going on. And that Mata whew, silenced everything. Those little almonds coming out, beautiful. I always, my father always says, the way to a Machloikis is flowers. Okay, or go a little nuts. <laughs> go a little nuts. Okay, but anyway, so take the matter and just bring it and show Claeswell and just remind them of what happened by Kairach. That'll quiet them and then Vidibartem. Allah Sala, speak to the rock. And that's all you'll need. And that's what he says was the error. He didn't believe. You didn't believe me that Claiswell will learn the lesson from the stick. And there'll be silence just from the stick. You felt you had to do something a little more drama. You know, <laughs> do something more impressive, hit the rock. Huh? That was Laya Mantanbi. There are many other pshatim over here, but because I want to so copyright nice. some other things. Okay. Um, right after the May Mariva, Klayosel goes and they bump it to Edom. They say, "Koyamarachicha Marachichi where did, where did Moshe Beinu get this idea from? What's he reaching out to Esau? The Medrash says he made a kavu khaimer. This There's not Moshe Beinu's own idea to offer peace with Esau. He made a kavu haimer. Yaakov Avinu was not passing through Eretz Seir on his way home from Lavan. And yet he went out of his way to reach out to Esau to try to make peace. We who are literally traveling through it, it's on our way to go through Eretz Yisrael. Should I not send the message of peace? Yisrael. But it says it was a taina. just using the word says of Schwab, just calling himself a brother to a rasha. That's already That was already considered an outbreak in the elevated level of klai was at the time, and, uh, and it would cause Aaron's death. Rabbi Lazer Ginsburg, we just spoke to him uh, yesterday in yeshiva. We went over to him. I told him I remember a vart of his 30 years ago in yeshiva about this policy, but I don't remember what the vart was. He said, "Achicha, achicha," because uh, because Maisha said, "I'm your brother." He lost his brother. Achicha says of Shua, but what's wrong? The Torah also refers to it as achicha, and Yaakov Avin also said, you know, sent the peace offering to his brother. Says of Schwab, the fact that the Torah says he's your brother, so you shouldn't be mitaiv and allow gayrim from Edom, as opposed to the seven nations of Canaan. The Torah informs you as a brother, and therefore treat him as such. But for you to feel and call yourself a brother, no, 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 you shouldn't be feeling that. It should be like Xavier Hashem says we got to be nice to him. We'll be nice to him. But to actually reach out and say I'm your brother, that you can't do. Like Yaakov. Even though Yaakov also said Achi, okay, but he said to Rebeir protect me, Mi'ad Achi, Mi'ad Asa. I don't want him to be my brother. I don't want the kiss of Asa. So you gotta be got to be careful from uh, feeling very brotherly to Rishayim. He also was his brother. Yaakov, what? Yaakov was his <laughs> my brother. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, just quickly over here. So right afterwards, they go to Harahar. Rashi asked, what's, what's there doing a mountain in front of Glaisho? What's a mountain doing there? The Orin went ahead of them, three days ahead, flattening every single mountain. <laughs> says Raji, three mountains remained. Harsinaya, Hora Hora, and for Moshe being his burial, and Ainavoy. That's it. And that's why it says later on, when they, when they said to, to Edwin, let us go through you, there's a measure that says, rack, ain. We're not gonna go through your fields, we're not gonna trample your, your farms, we're not gonna take your water. Rak, ain, rack like we we do not have anything on us. It says the measure, rak and ain, are a miat a double exclusion. It's like a double negative equals a positive. <laughs> oh, we don't have anything to harm you. It's just we're gonna like flatten the landscape. We got, <laughs> didn't say that. But that was the rak ain. <laughs> we got something that's gonna total decimate all the painters. You know, that nice sun. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Kleisol then has this experience where they 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 go to war and Vayishbi Menushev. He won. Shivcha is taken captured, and Gans goes to war, mm-hmm. and they make a nether, They vow to Hakadosh Baruch that if they win the war, they're gonna consecrate everything to Hakadosh Baruch So just quick to tidbits before we go into Ma'ariv, and that is first of all. Claudius made the nether. Where was ship. Why didn't Moesha do it? So some of our say they were doing a tikkun, the Yared Derech they came the same path that the Moragam used. And they were doing Derech this was Klai tikkun. They had to do this on their own. They needed to work through this and put their trust in Hashem. So that's why they made this nether. Kherim Hashem this is a very interesting halacha in the Ramam. Um, I saw this quoted by, not Roshua, <laughs> I think of and Iversitz, an interesting halacha, and that is, um, the Khairim Lashem says the Raman was used, was used in the base of Mikdash. Somebody says, "Hey, something should go to the base of Megdash. That could be used for any communal funds. And he says, the Raman says an interesting thing. What happens if there's a lot in there already? I mean like everything's going smooth. <laughs> like, he says, Haraiza Mitzvah boys, that there should be money available just in case any time a need comes up. This is the, what we have, but gemachs. You know, when the need comes up, uh, we'll, we'll donate money for a cause. No, no, no. There's an Indian to create an oitzer, to create a storage, to create an account, to create a, a fund, that there is money there, that it shouldn't be a quick scuffle and run and grab and fundraiser. When the need comes up, there's a mitzvah harbois, this oitzer this base Hashem, so that there should always be for There's a lot more to say on the parsha, but we got it down there. subscribe for joining